Hey guys, my name's Adam. I'm the head coach at Copper State Fit. Our purpose is to educate, entertain, and inspire you to lead a fit and healthy lifestyle. We hope that by sharing our clients' stories and providing you with tools, tips, and information that you can apply, that you'll seize the opportunity by turning thought into action. Stick around till the end and we'll provide you with the next steps that you can take along with helpful links in the show notes. That said, thank you in advance for listening and enjoy the show. All right, guys, we are back for another podcast episode, and today we've got an amazing guest on. His name is Lane Farmer. Lane, happy to have you on today, man. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate you having me on. This is awesome. Yeah, definitely. Well, Lane, uh, Lane's done a lot of work in the youth and adult and uh, sports world about mindset coaching. If, if I'm saying that wrong or if it's you know another name, let me know. But I know you worked with my nephew uh, and, and had fantastic, tremendous results. My sister was pumped about what you did. Um, I've fallen in love watching a lot of your content, your videos and things like that. So I thought, gosh, man, what better to do to get you on to talk about how you do what you do and how our listeners, our, our clients, our members can take some of that information and, and kind of apply it on their own. So happy to have you on today, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. Man. This is, is exciting for me because I started in the performance world, training people and stuff. So I totally understand your population and where they're coming from and spending time with the athletes or personal training. I kind of have this all encompassing uh, outlook and how this stuff is helpful and how it applies. So I'm, I'm totally excited to dive in with you and I appreciate you having me on here, man. Cool. Well, let's get started, man. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Like where are you from? Uh, maybe a little bit about your background growing up and all that. Yeah. Awesome. So I am a Maryland born and raised kid. Uh, so I'm from a little town called Crofton. It's right outside of Annapolis. Um, grew up just kind of an average lifestyle and in, in home, uh, going and playing sports and hanging out with friends. So a pretty, a pretty normal and neutral thing. I wouldn't say anything too exciting or too low with challenges or adversity or anything like that. Um, just going through school, but definitely grew a love for, for sport through high school and became a baseball player at the collegiate level. Uh, at a couple of different schools and kind of went through that process. And that's where I kind of grew into the working out routine and wh- where that taught me some discipline there with paying attention to how to take care of myself and the importance of that, the physical side. Um, and that's where I started to kind of lean into finding this struggle through the mental aspect of my own path and journey there. Uh, graduated with that exercise and sports science degree and started working with athletes physically uh, based out of the Underarm Performance Center in Baltimore, Maryland. And that's where I started my training background and kind of getting uh, used to working with people physically in a lot of different populations from the wounded warrior project and running group training uh, to running some stuff with professional athletes. Uh, so I had this overall perspective that I started to really grow into loving to help people succeed and, and move in the right direction mm-hmm. physically. And then from there, um, once I started to advance back into more baseball specific things and working with youth athletes there, um, that's where I started to see a lot of the issues with the mindset component. And then once I started to see issues with people struggling with failure and how to stick to a process and work ethic and discipline, I started to ask questions and look at my own story. Um, You know, where was I missing the mark and how to handle and overcome obstacles and things like that, the mental resilience, we hear mental toughness all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I started to look at how that actually applied with the physical training with people, even down to that 
personal training aspect, you know, why aren't people sticking to their process? And when they have a struggle moment come in, you know, why are we giving up? And so I started to see this, this thing with mindset, I started to get really engulfed and interested in it, started studying it. And then that's where I kind of grew the, the formula as a part of what I was doing with youth athletes. I really wanted to put that extra component in there. As I'm sure you understand, you know, the, the one aspect of a physical only or just the nutrition only, it can be a struggle sometimes if we're not kind of putting in place that that mental perspective of how to stay in the fight to move yeah, in that yeah, direction yeah. that we want to achieve. So I'd say that's kind of that quick little elevator pitch of myself and just kind of my experience from being an athlete and what pushed me through my experiences to want to help other people and kind of what I do now with putting a little bit more emphasis on that that mindset component. That's great. That That's a great explanation of kind of how you even arrived there too. It sounds like you even started, you know, internally with yourself and sure. finding some of those, you know, blind spots or shortcomings in your mental game and learning how to shore that up and then kind of moving it along and working with the people that you were working with physically, like training them and, and helping them with the mindset. And then sounds like there was a, a demand for it where there were people like, okay, I, I want more of this part of it. And, and that's kind of where you got to where you were and, and for you dropped it in there for a second, but I just want everyone else to know the formula is, that's actually the name of your company. Is it not? Or yeah, it, that's correct. Yep. yeah. So awesome. Yeah, well, tell man. us maybe one common misconception people have about your line of work, man. This is a, this is an awesome question because I think a lot of people would agree with me in this space. Um, when they hear mindset, we can hear, mental performance, sports psychology, like you can hear a lot of different like titles, I think that go down with it. And I think it's, it's still like a new thing that's being put more emphasis, emphasizing. Um, and, you know, with, with the athlete world, there's a lot of, you know, with the coronavirus and things like that isolation and what's been going on, a lot of professional mm -hmm. athletes are speaking out about it to start talking to people. And it's not like you have a problem to speak up and no matter what niche it's in, I think one of the things that happens is people think there's like, it's like fairy dust. Like when you think mindset training or something, it's <laughs> right. like this thing that's like floating around and you'll get into someone's head and like wire it up and do something, uh, you know, mystical or something. And then all of a sudden, like you'll be thinking positive and boom, it's like a, a shift that's like overnight. So I think that's kind of that, that thing that people, when you hear mindset, it's still unfamiliar. They don't really know what that means. Um, and they're not really sure what they're walking into. And I get a lot of in the athlete world, you know, like with younger kids, they're like, what the heck is this? This is weird. Like, you know, they think therapy immediately, you know, or right, something. Right, like right. Um, and it's really like breaking it down to, to logical reasoning and crushing that thing and being like, it's a lot of questions and conversation about like, what are you thinking about when it comes to this thing? And what's stopping you in your mind? with like what you're saying to yourself and what's that, what's the improper story that you've got connected to what you're trying to do. So it's trying to break it down from this thing. That's kind of seen as this, again, like this, this magic pill thing that nobody really knows what's going on and just showing them. It's like, no, the mindset is just, it's a way we think about stuff. And it's us trying to figure out what's influenced the way you think about that and trying to align your thoughts in a way that works for you to actually help you continue taking action and step into what you're trying to, uh, move into and achieve, you know, what's success for you and what's failure to you and kind yeah. of figure out if that makes sense. No, that's perfect. And I think in our world, uh, you know, we, we work with folks that are trying to lose weight, which, you know, takes consistency to a process of, you know, eating healthy, exercising, um, and, and the accountability piece oftentimes 
in my early years, it was like, and, and I think I see a lot of early year coaches, not in just the physical, but even the nutrition space of like, all right, what's the best diet, right? What are the, the X's and O's of nutrition that I need to learn to get my clients the best results? And it didn't take me long to realize that 90% of what we did was helping them through those mental hurdles. And 10% of what we did was actually talking about like, this is what to eat or what to not eat. Right. So it it really is huge in terms of what we do, especially for the one-on-one coaching and accountability that we provide where we have weekly phone calls of oftentimes asking them like, what went right? What went wrong? Like, what are you proud of? What, what can you do better? But then finding out kind of what they're thinking and the the mindset behind that. So yeah, no, that's awesome. uh, What is one, um, thing people don't know about what you do that they probably should know or that you would want them to know? Uh, I would actually, that question you just asked, I can kind of pair with what you were just saying. Um, I would say that uh, people don't really understand that it's a simple setup when it comes to, you know, what we already know we should be doing or thinking sometimes. Um, There's really always a simple you know, that's why I use the word formula. And once I kind of explain a little bit about how I set it up, it'll make a little bit more sense, but there's a simple kind of formula to everything, a system that you can kind of help to help someone move in the right direction. Right. But we overcomplicate it and it can get really confusing. And instead of just thinking about, okay, these are simple things. And just like what you mentioned with you know, helping someone get started really is a simple process, but then there's the emphasis on the majority of support of going through that. You know, if someone really wants to accomplish something, you know, to sit them down and say, oh, that's going to be a five-year situation and, you know, we'll do that thing. uh, It really is letting them know, like, it's a simple setup. It's going to be challenging because this is new out of the comfort zone. And as long as we can stay connected and create that support system and community, then we can fine tune, you know, your experience of going through it. To me, it's really about how you go through it. And I think that's the thing people should know uh, moving into any kind of new area or new thing they're trying to achieve. The process to actually begin taking action can be really simple, whether it's the physical side of training, like simple movements in the gym, right? To make progress. But it's that like average grind every single day of showing up and doing that thing that you really need to be to stay on top of those disciplines. And that's where I think the mindset really comes in. A lot of people don't really uh, realize, man, that we're all kind of like mindset coaches in a way, like you were kind of just describing, like the strength conditioning coaches, the people like you that do the nutritional support um, is really when it comes down to, we don't realize the impact that we can have on a given day with what we're saying to people, how we're helping them think for themselves and make their choices and really empower them. So I would say those, I know that was kind of a lot at one, but I think it's a simple, simple equation that can be hard to execute. Uh, but all it is, is kind of lining up simple things and then helping that person, like you said, through and mm-hmm. how they're going about doing it. And, and from maybe a, a client standpoint, right? Why do you think this part of the journey of self-development gets so often overlooked? Yeah, that is a great question, man. And there's probably a ton of things that I could throw in there. I think one of them is the world, the way it is with the comparison game. I mm. think like we're trying to keep up with everyone and we overlook what's actually meaningful 
for us. So one thing that I have a hard time getting people to do is own their journey sometimes and actually looking mm-hmm. at like, is what you want to do like really coming from you? Um, because when it's not, that's when we don't stick to the disciplines of the things that we need to do. Like they don't make sense, right? Like the things that you might be telling people to do I love that. Um, don't make sense to them because maybe what they're trying to achieve is unrealistic and they don't actually care about, it. you know what I mean? Like their motives behind something. So like I have an athlete telling me they want to, you know, achieve, you know, college level athletics. And then if they don't really want to do that, all the stuff that we're going to line up in the equation and the formula, like it might not make sense to them because they don't really care about it. Um, versus one of your clients might like to tell you at the beginning, they want to look chiseled in a certain way. And it's like, okay, well, where's that coming from? You know what I mean? Like, is it coming from the world and is it coming from this misconception of what's really important? Or do you really actually care about being healthy and you help them line that up? They'll own their journey a lot more because they'll feel like it's coming from them for sure. Um, and then the steps make sense because it connects to their vision. So mm-hmm. even though they're hard steps, they'll actually execute them more when they know it aligns with, they're the ones that actually establish that vision for themselves versus like them approaching you and saying, oh, I want to do this. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah, no, it does. And I think what people come to us, it's like, there's this, you know, magic number. It's like, you know, I weigh this today and and I want to weigh that. And it's like, well, where did you come up with that? Right? Like what even made yeah, you? What influence? Like, yeah. were, were you, were you ever that number before when you were, is it the memories you had about life during that time? Right. Yeah. The things you're, so that makes a lot of sense. And, and there's a lot of influence outside. I mean, heck, and like you said, social media, today's day and age, the comparison trap. So that makes a lot of sense. Man, let's let's dig into what your your framework, man, the formula. So walk yeah. us through your your formula. Yeah, let's do it, man. Um, I get pumped up, man. So I appreciate you bringing these things up. I love talking about this stuff. Um, so basically, what I do is, in a nutshell, over top, right? If I'm like, here's my one line thing, is like I help people, I help athletes, people in general, uh, figure out where they want to go and how to get there, right? Like that's pretty typical for any industry standard of what you do. You do it in nutrition and all these other things. And I've broken it down into two kind of formulas. So the foundational formula, like generally speaking, here's the things that I think, you know, your listeners can take away today. And then like your formula for success. So what's it look like for you as an individual? Does that make sense? Like, yeah, so you you've got like of- the general overview that's for everybody. And then the personal that's for the, yes. the person. Yes. So yeah. The general one, the foundational one of chasing excellence to line that up, I've got three main little, you can call them pillars. I just call them bullet points. I call them three main things that I I line up for a foundational formula. The first one is going to be to accept and commit. You know, what do we got to do to accept and commit to what we're we're chasing? What do we want to chase? And to do that, to accept, you have to know what do you want and what's it going to take to get there? to be able to accept something, right? Like what's mm-hmm. going to be required? Mm-hmm. What am I going after and what's required? Once you can kind of help someone line that up, you can accept that. Okay, I know what I'm kind of walking into. And then to commit to it, every action, whatever it's on a daily regimen of the things I got to do today or to commit to the things in a weekly, monthly situation, you got to do three things to commit that show up, be present and do what matters most, right? So that first step of accepting, committing, I got to know what I want to do. What's it going to take to get there? And then can I commit to my daily, weekly, and monthly actionable steps? Um, 
you got to show up, be present and do what matters most on each thing. So I've found if you can commit um, to everything that you're doing, like, you know, your nutrition, your training, just show up to it, be present, be in the moment. Don't be thinking about other stuff. Right. And do what matters most. What's actually important or are you wasting time doing things that isn't really helping you? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that's that first thing. The second part of the foundation is going to be coming up with an imperfect game plan. And I put imperfect in there uh, because I think like you've mentioned, there is no like 100% certain thing that you can line up to where it's going to work out exactly the way we want. Right. So I like that (laughs) understanding because what that does for us is it helps us have the reality of, okay, not every client's going to have like the weight drop the same way or whatever. So when you, when you present it to them as an imperfect game plan, it's kind of letting them know in advance, letting their brain know from a mindset perspective that this might not go exactly the way you want. You might not see what you want right away. And it's kind of establishing this longer term situation of we will shift the game plan. The game plan is meant to be shifted and adjusted as you go through different situations. Let's say your, your clients hit exactly what they want with the game plan that you've established right away you're going to tailor it up for the next phase that they go through and it's going to be different, you know? So it's going to leave them not upset if something doesn't turn out the way they want. It's going to help them create that mental resiliency of, okay, like I'm not done. I'm not giving up. This Mm -hmm. one just didn't work out the way I wanted to. Let's tailor it up and let's kind of go at it again and see if we can find it. It's like a discovery process. Does that make sense? Yeah. hundred percent. Awesome. And then that last piece of the foundational formula is the support system. Like you mentioned, it's, it's kind of diving into who's around them. Uh, not just like you as a coach, like following up and doing your part, that's a huge mm-hmm. part of the support mm-hmm. system, but who's around them. You know, if they're a couple or a married couple, um, their friends, their social circle, what's the environment they keep putting themselves in and are they around people that are aligning with what they want to do? Because a big problem and issue with this is as soon as you make a change in your life to better yourself, the people around you that aren't doing that, they're going to start going like kind of like subconsciously, like who's he to like start making positive change. And they might start mm-hmm. kind of trying to pull you back mm-hmm. into the the old lifestyle, you know, and mm-hmm. get you to maybe get on that dessert when you've committed to this new thing. So it's really important to understand and help people uh, realize the support system that they're around. You know, is it going to be helpful and push them in the right direction or is it going to be a challenge? And sometimes, you know, it's more of a challenge for most mm-hmm. of us. So, those are those three foundationals, the accept and commit, coming up with an imperfect game plan, the actionable steps that they actually need to be doing, and then the support system. So I'll pause there for a second. I, I love that because I want to I kind of ping pong off a few of those things. I, yep. I think the first part, the accept, and if, if I'm hearing this right, you tell me, but it's kind of like what we do and we talk to our clients about realizing like some of these people that might want to lose 20, 30, 50 pounds, this might be a year long journey. Yeah, And for them, it's like, okay, a year is a long time to think about. And also knowing, and again, accepting that there are certain, we'll call them things that need to be done, right? Like the the effort that's going to be required to achieve the goal. And then the sacrifice, things that will probably have to be given up for. Maybe if it's even short term, but given up for that. And it sounds like that's kind of your acceptance piece, right? And then uh, the other part, the commitment is like committing to you said show up be present do what matters most and i love that too like we kind of put a priority system on what's most important and i think people get way too caught up in the 
the minutiae and the minor details that really don't mean that much at all. Um, you know, I like the saying of small hinges that open big doors and they're kind of little things that can be done, but really make some vast improvements. So that's awesome. Yeah. I like the imperfect game plan because I think so many times it's even myself as a coach, I'm guilty of it, of like, all right. And in, in a perfect world lane, like if we're going to lose this weight this week, what needs to get done? And you and I both know nobody's in a perfect world. I mean, for most of our clients, maybe who are, you know, married, have kids are, you know, hardworking, you know, individuals. And it's like, okay, by Wednesday, I'm tired. I've been working long hours. I've been picking the kids up at, you know, practice and driving around to and from, and my husband or my wife is, you know, this or that, and it's, it's coming from all angles. And for them, that's, that's actually what life looks like and nothing is perfect. So finding out what it, you know, maybe some audibles or, you know, some of the things that we can tweak in there, make some adjustments or some fallback plan B's, it sounds yeah, like. 100%. And then the support system. I can't tell you how many times I've had clients who are like, man, I'm trying, but my husband always wants to go out to eat. Or, you know, my wife is constantly making this amazing dish that tastes great, but goodness sakes, man, I, it, it, that's not going to work with my plan. Yeah. Right. So it's almost that sabotage or maybe unnecessary sabotage. And what we always say is tell the people around you what you're doing and don't be afraid to tell them what you're doing because Oftentimes I've found that that's really the simple step in our world that's missing to get that extra support from those that love them and are around them because they probably do want to see them do better. But I think in the client's mind, they're like, man, I've tried to lose these 50 pounds, you know, a hundred times over. And, and here I am, I'm going to tell them like, okay, I'm going to try this again. And, and they're probably thinking that their loved ones are like, okay, yeah, right. Here Susie goes again on this, you know, weight loss journey. So I think sometimes they're reluctant to share that information with others around them when that might actually be the key that helps open the door to help more, you know, support and more success. So dude, that was, that was beautiful. I love how it's broken down. Anything else to add to that? No, man, you've, you've hit a lot of, I relate to everything that you're saying. And, and this is where it's like, you know, you to be like you becoming like a, a mindset coach yourself, you know, looking at something, this is, this is something I would use. And this is stuff that I've gotten from like the applied center of sports psychology in different places. And I've kind of just put together and pieced together what I've been seeing work and not work into my little steps. Mm -hmm. um, but this is something that I would use to start with a physical training client or with the nutrition client or, you know, a business person. If someone came up to me and was like, I don't know what to do in life. I'd be like, all right, let's, let's talk about where you, what you're interested in, where you're trying to go. What do you think? What kind of lifestyle do you want? So if this is the, this is the foundational thing that I help uh, that is simple. And when we were talking earlier, like I make this simple, even if it's someone that, you know, even if they come up to you and say, I want to look this way and whatever, um, it's just creating a simple process to get them taking actionable steps. Because as soon as you start taking steps, whatever is going to help someone take their first step in the direction of what they say they want to do, they're now in a pursuit of excellence. You know, they're, mm -hmm. they're chasing something that they care about and they're protecting that, that pursuit. Uh, cause if you can help someone stay in the pursuit, you're doing good stuff because you can always tinker and tailor and, and, and fix things that aren't working and do that. Mm -hmm. So that's why this thing is so simple. And, and beautiful is because you just want to help someone line that up and it's not going to be perfect. Like we've talked about. So no, I, I think all that's good stuff, man. And 
Um, and then the good stuff gets going when we jump into the, the well, more let's, personal. Let's, let's yeah. dive in, man. So we got yeah. the general overview again to hash those three points out um, is accept and commit. Number two, the, come up with the imperfect game plan. Number three, have that support system around you, whether that be the coach and not just the coach, but even mm-hmm. the family, the friends, the loved ones, and people who are going to be in contact with you every day. So that's the general. Let's dive into the personal, man. Well, I, I would love this part. Yeah. So this part is where it gets, it gets good. So once you kind of set up that foundational formula, the more specific ask, what's your formula for success? Um, This is where it's like, okay, what do we do within your formula to keep that foundational formula going, right? That thing that we just took time to set up, your formula is all about, here comes the struggles, here comes all of the issues, all of the road bumps and all the challenges And how are we, this is where the mindset stuff comes in with, I'm all about building character, which is to me, identity and action, you know, who you are. I want to inspire, encourage, and build the character of these athletes or these people I'm working with. And this is where it happens. So the formula for a specific person is going to be literally letting all the stuff come in that's challenging through their process and using it and flipping it to help them learn and build who they are through the process in a nutshell. Does that make sense? Yeah. So Mm -hmm. typically anything that comes into their, you know, process of improvement and staying on that game plan and doing all that good stuff, I try to dial it down to do basically take away and improve a couple areas. So the first one is owning their journey, right? So as we go through taking responsibility and choice over their actions that are coming their way with how they respond to different things, what's not working, Uh, how to improve them there. I'm always trying to make sure that they're taking ownership over their choices. They Mm -hmm. have the choice, right? Like, I think it's really important to make sure people, athletes, we understand that the choices are ours, like owning that, you know, if you screw something up or you don't show up for yourself or you make a mistake or whatever, like let's start to build that responsibility. So it all comes down to character, right? Like Mm -hmm. I want in someone's character to improve. And I use the term, like what's a win outside of a win. So surface level wins that everyone sees with dropping weight or or whatever it is that they're trying to achieve. We all understand we want that. So let's push that to the side. That's what everybody wants to achieve. And what's really important to win for that person? You know, what are those process and performance goals look like? What does their nutritional uh, situation look like to increase? What's a win outside of what surface levels wins look like? Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Awesome. So that first one, owning the journey. The second goal I want everyone to gather and take from, you know, the mindset of their specific formulas, what does it look like for them to be mentally tougher? Um, Taking control over the things that they can control at all times. So that's a big mindset uh, topic is control what you can control at all times, the best you can. Anything that's not going the way they want to, you know, are they looking at the optimistic thing of what could I have done differently? Was I responsible for that thing? Kind of goes back to that responsibility, but controlling Mm -hmm. what they can control. Um, And they're in charge of that mindset adjustment. You know, once we sit there and go back and forth, this is why like the the, um, personalized aspect of the formula is more like, okay, getting them to wire their brain. Like we go back and forth with those questions. You know, let's say you get on and we're going through, like you're saying, like, I didn't eat good this weekend. I'd start to just question base them to get them to have a realization and awareness towards where do they think they fell off? 
And what were they thinking in that moment that they fell off? Oh, this isn't important. I can, I can slack off on this one. This isn't a big Mm -hmm. deal. Mm -hmm. Those are all kind of like mindset situations that they've got wired into their head when things get challenging and it's getting them to realize what situations made you start thinking certain things. And Mm. what are we going to do that next time around? Does that make sense? Mm, That's good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So developing that mentally tougher situation for them to realize in those moments, that's where I become mentally tougher. When I get a moment where I want to shut down and go back to the old story. What am I going to do and say to myself next time to wire the new thing, the new storyline that I'm trying to put in there. That's where mentally tough comes in, like continuing to plug into that new story, like every single time, just like a new song that you're listening to. Mm -hmm. It's eventually going to sink in that you can actually start to, you know, associate yourself with this new version of you. Um, So that's second part of mentally tougher. Um, And then a disciplined work ethic and delayed gratification of those next two. So I think it makes sense. Discipline, work ethic, whatever it looks like to get them continuing to put the reps in because there's no getting around putting reps in. I'm sure you and I can understand whatever reps looks like for that person to practice, you know, better nutrition and better eating. You got to do the work. Like you have to practice and it could be practicing something simple for you guys in, in the nutrition world of, you know, creating a routine of when they're eating, you know, the time frames and setting up, you know, meal preps or doing what they need to do there. Like the mm-hmm. reps, lining that up and getting them to understand, like the more you rep, the more you show up for those reps, you're creating that discipline work ethic, which is really important for long-term success, right? Discipline can help carry us through the emotions that we feel from wanting to give into the reactive emotional state. So discipline can be wired. Um, and delayed gratification is huge. Like, I don't need this by tomorrow. I don't need the body that I want by tomorrow. I'm going to trust that, you know, it'll eventually show up, but the work ethic and everything else that I'm going through is establishing that character and that resilience and those kinds of things that I need taking control of myself and moving forward, understanding, like, I'll, I'll get the success that I want to see, like eventually, but I don't, I don't need that right now. What I need is to create these habits, these routines through healthy eating sleep adjustments, right? Working out in the gym, doing all that good stuff. That's the work ethic. And that those are the reps that are going to eventually lead me to where I want to go. So ownership, becoming mentally tougher, overall, getting that character developed, discipline, work ethic, delayed gratification. Uh, any questions on that? No, uh, I just want to, no questions, I guess, but go back and uh, look at, at application, right? I love what you said is the win outside of the win. Yeah. And I'm going to use an example. I won't use his name. He'll probably know who he is if he's listening to this, but uh, he just went on a hunting trip with his buddies and uh, he goes once a year and he was really worried about this trip coming up because of how, how much progress he's actually made. And uh, he, he goes on the trip and we already, we had our game plan. Like he and I agreed to, here's our plan for the trip and everything else. And, and he did wonderful, man. He came back and, you know, he, he was sharing with me a little bit about how the trip went, but he had this one thing that was like, in his mind was a negative. And I was trying to reframe that for him into a positive. And, and what he was explaining to me was like, man, it was doing so good until, Um, And what the until was, was this place where he and his buddies go every year when they go hunting that he says has the best chicken fried steak in the world. And I was like, first sign me up because that sounds amazing. Uh, (laughs) But second, yeah, he's like, you know, I, I gave in, man, I had the chicken fried steak. He goes, but then he follows up with, 
but you know what? I ordered the smaller size version and I didn't eat the whole thing. And I didn't walk out of there feeling like I had to unbutton my pants. Like I usually do every hunting trip. Right. So it was like this thing that he felt he actually stumbled on was actually that win outside of the wind. It sounded like to me of like, you actually did everything right in that situation. Still got to enjoy what you love to look and look forward to every year of hitting this place up and, and having that chicken fried steak. But, you know, with all of the new behaviors and, and like you said, the discipline, which is one of your things and, you know, the delayed gratification or be mentally tougher, like making a better decision in that moment, in that time. So I, I just wanted to, that's fresh on my mind and all the steps that you talked about, I thought, gosh, this, this fits right into that. Yeah, 100%. And that's a great story, man. Uh, because like the first thing I'd be doing with that guy is going like, okay, well, like, you know, in the moment you having awareness to it, you probably didn't the last time you were on that trip. So that's already like an improvement, right? Like maybe last time yeah. on the trip, just going nuts. You know, he was out there this time, him actually going, you know what, is this gonna like him just thinking about it is important. That's a win right there. And then him like allowing himself to do it on a smaller level than he did last time. We're trying to not be guilty or shameful towards ourselves with what we're doing. This is where that imperfect game plan comes in of, you know, kind of like that, you've heard that 80, 20, like if you can be 80% pretty good, like you're going to make progress. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of looking at it like that. So the first part is helping them find those optimistic wins in there where they can't see it. And sometimes they can't see it because they're again, comparing what their success should be to like what someone in the world might look at them. Like, because you ate it, you failed. And it's like, no, not necessarily like to me and helping them figure out, you know, where's my big giant leap, uh, which might look small to them. Like to us as coaches, like, no, dude, you thought about it. You assessed it a little bit. You thought you deserved to have it. You didn't want to ruin your trip. Totally cool. Totally understand that. Uh, Smaller portion. And if they left that situation, not being like hard on themselves, you know, they're going to come back and continue working with you and continue on the game plan. So we're going to have those moments for sure, man. But that 100% uh, is important. I love that. I love that. So what are some quick, besides your framework here? Um, and, and if you've got more, man, let me know. I don't want to cut you no, short no. on that. So, but what are some quick, easy, practical tools or tips that you might have our listeners and our clients do where they can personally press the reset button, Right where they have maybe a moment where they feel like they've gone off the plan or not had that mental toughness or not had the discipline work ethic, right? Maybe they didn't meal prep this week. So they're flying by the seat of their pants, trying to figure out where their next meal is coming from. And usually in those cases, they're not the most ideal. Um, But what are some quick, easy things that they can do to press the mental reset button? Yeah. Great question, man. And I actually got this question. Um, last uh, Saturday when I was working, I was talking with a high school soccer team in my area. Um, someone kind of said the same thing, you know, when stuff feels off, you know, or it's not working the things that you were doing, right? Like, what do you do? It's kind of a similar situation, but the first thing is even before, and I, I try to help people take like time, maybe on a Sunday or something, if they're, they're resting or whatever, do this is to actually tell yourself like these days are coming like this week, I've got six or seven days ahead of me, one of them probably going to feel off, you know, and, and actually having the prepared action of telling your brain that 
So it's not surprised when it happens. It doesn't throw you off as much. I think that's the first thing to start with. It's like, you know, telling them in advance, like, I'm not going to try to like, just give in on a bad day of nutrition, but this week, something might pop up in my schedule. I've got a family, all this stuff. I might miss a meal that might happen. So that way you're taking the element of surprise out, which will bring the emotion. Like when you're surprised, we get motions of some people maybe get nervous or get angry or, you know, jump. It's trying to eliminate some of that as best as you can. So that would be the first thing is actually telling yourself something's going to feel off sooner or later. That's the Mm -hmm. first thing. Mm -hmm. The second thing I would say that I help people do is come up with like, usually I try to tell them like three things, three foundational things that are within their control that they've been doing that they can always fall back on that foundation. That's why I have that foundational formula. Mm -hmm. So it might be for someone to be like, okay, I've got, you know, bowls of fruit and stuff in the fridge that I can always go for the power snack. So if I don't get to dinner, I know a shake in this, I can always have ready to go on the mark. So if Mm -hmm. things fall apart, you've got that little foundational thing within your control at all times. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's trying to help them come up with like three things that they can always do maybe probably each day. If something happens, I've got the protein bar or I've got whatever you guys, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 When things start to falter, I know these things are always there for me at all times. Um, It could be like taking a second to breathe, you know, or you feel someone with athletes. It's more of like in the middle of a competition, like stuff there, they feel discombobulated and uh, the guy's beating me. Like, I'm like, well, you can always hustle. You can always talk to your teammates in a positive way. And you can always do something else. You know what I mean? You can always be looking at the game to give you information. So it's like, no matter what, no matter how discombobulated an athlete gets these things, every single game. And it's like, what would, a what would hustle and what would work ethic look like for a nutritional person under you? Like, what are those things that, that means effort for them? That's always mm-hmm. in their control, always like a fight, no matter how crappy they feel like staying in the fight. I would say that that would be something to help them consider. That would be able to help them take a yeah. step back and take a reset and be like, well, I can always do these three things, which means I'm still fighting. I'm still moving in the right direction. No, I love, I love those two pieces of advice. The first being, like you said, uh, kind of anticipate it coming, right? Like look at the week ahead and know. And that reminds me, I don't remember where I read this, but it was actually about Tiger Woods and they were asking him, you know, how is it that when you just hit a bad shot, like you stay so calm, cool, collected and just get right back on it. And then on, you know, on the next, set you're you're fine and and he basically said exactly what you said lane he's like i know i'm going to take about three or four shots every round that are terrible yeah and so like when the first one goes i'm like there it is there's one you know and the second one goes there's two you know and the third all right there's three and he's like and then he's got a smile on his face because he's like there's my three right like i know they're coming and, and here i go so i love that is anticipate and then you said kind of have some fallback plans, the three things that you can do. And I call it ice, I-C-E, in case of emergency, right? And it's like, like you said, the protein bar, the shake, the smoothie, that it's like when shit hits the fan and you're stuck at work for an extra hour or you, you have to, you know, miss lunch because of this big project. Like, what do you have? What'd you bring with you? Do you have that, that, what I call the ice mill, the, in case of emergency break glass. And you've got that protein bar that you can have to at least bridge the gap until you can get something to eat. Right. 
Yeah. The, the alternative is hit the drive through, which we know is not most practical or most ideal for those big term goals. But so I love the uh, number one, like you said, anticipate number two, have the fallbacks. And that's those are some things that I feel like, man, maybe we are doing something right in those areas. Then. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. If I could add in there too, even like the, the Tiger Woods analogy brought something to my mind is, you know, again, like looking at every day, like your clients going through, it's like their experience. It's a story. It's just happening. It's not happening at them or towards them. It's not like they got a dark cloud over their head. It's just happening and they're just experiencing it. So that way, when the late meeting gets popped up on their schedule or whatever, it's not like somebody was up there playing with them and trying to mess up their routine or anything. That's just what happened that day, right? So Mm -hmm. they can look at the stuff, you know, like Tiger was saying, like usually four or five bad shots. If there happens to be more, which there very well could, I've seen him play games where he's putting more into the rough than he wants to, <laughs> right? Um, reframing and rewiring those as challenge moments that they can step up and see, you know, what's my threshold to make a cool thing happen with this shot? You know, he hits it into the rough, uh, goes into a weird thing where he's got this tree in front of him. He can look at that and go, oh, I'm screwed. Like, this is going to mess me up. Or you can look at it and go, this is a cool chance to show people I can hook this ball onto the green from – you know, somewhere out. It's like an opportunity. You know what I mean? Mm, so it's mm-hmm. when, a, when a nutritional client has that meeting get on there instead of them going, and this is like part of what I do with perspective shifts. It's like what you do with people all the time. Instead of going, all oh, this nutrition thing, it's messing up my meal that I'm supposed to have at 5 30 PM. He's keeping me late. So it's going to push me back into the day. It's like, actually, how can I rise to this as being a challenge for me? How am I going to handle this situation? How can I grow who I am through this meeting being popped on my calendar and not letting it screw up you know, my process, you know, looking at it as an opportunity to just like overcome something that's challenging, if that makes sense. That's, that's gold. I love that. I love that. Well, as we kind of round things out here, what if, if there's anything, what, what have I missed that you'd like our listeners to know? That's also a great question, man. Um, I wouldn't say that we've missed anything because I could talk about this for, for hours, man. We could probably do a year straight up of, of talking this stuff. Um, but I would say something to just keep in the back of everyone's mind, you know, part of this, the unique formula, because there's, there's so much that comes at us, challenges, failures, and struggles, you know, making sure like we're careful with the labels that we put on things. Like, again, like a storyline, you know, as soon as you say you're failing at something, you're going to feel bad about it. And your brain likes to move away from failure way more than it likes to move towards success. You know, it will keep you from things that feel negative. You know, that's why we, you know, you think about a bear in front of me. It's like, you feel the emotion like flight, right? Like get Mm -hmm. away. Like it likes to run from negative stuff. So you have to be really careful with what people are pairing and labeling as negative in their journey, because your brain will be resistant to it. That would be one thing I would, you know, put, Put time into making sure you pay attention to when you miss a meal. Are you failing or am I still got an opportunity to come back to to the imperfect game plan that I've been sticking to? And I've actually been making a lot of progress. You know, let's keep this thing going. Let me wake up tomorrow. Let me bounce back and let's crush it. Right. So be careful about that. That would be one thing. Um, And then the second thing that I would say is keep it simple in your head with, uh, is this helpful or harmful to me? Is what I'm doing building me? you know, in the right direction or is what I'm thinking towards what I'm doing, uh, tearing me off, you know, and that could go back to the foundational stuff of who am I around and those kinds of things. So helpful and harmful is an easy way to 
question, you know, what those labels are in our heads, I would say is something to uh, just keep in the back of everyone's mind as they're, they're going through their process. Um, and then the last thing I would say, I keep, I keep finding these little things in my head. So I apologize. Um, but success to me is being in a pursuit again, like that excellence. And as long as you are pursuing, you are successful. You know, there's a lot of people that have a lot of money or maybe the body image that, that looks great on paper, they're chiseled and ripped out of their minds, Mm -hmm. very unfulfilled inside. Mm -hmm. So just because on the surface, again, the win outside of a win thing, like success is chasing something. A lot of those people aren't really after anything. And that's kind of a little hopeless. If you think about it, like you're not moving after something. Mm -hmm. Um, So making sure that if you're in a pursuit of something, protect that pursuit and stay in it. And just be willing to continue altering the game plan on your path. And if you continue to do that, like you are being successful, you are moving in a direction of something that you care about. So I would say those couple last little nuggets, man, are are things to always remember. It can be very frustrating. This journey of going in the direction that you want to is very frustrating, man. And uh, we got to make sure that we are taking time to look at the optimistic things and to whatever is going to help you spin it in the mind to create positive movement, positive direction. Wow. This has all been so good, man. And like you said, we could probably go on for hours. I know mm-hmm. you probably could as well. Um, but uh, to keep this brief and and not take too much of your time and also leave our, our listeners with a bunch of good information they've already got to take away and start applying today. Um, let's Let's wrap it up with where can people go to find out a little bit more about you, what you do, and, and maybe even an opportunity to reach out to you to whether it be set up a call or, or something like that. Yeah, man. Um, first off, I'd love to be able to do some more stuff with you when it, you know, even setting some up, maybe to, to do a little talk with some of your, your clients, just a little cool, man. Cool. Thing. Um, but I have a website and I do have an Instagram. It's just yourformulanow.com or your formula now on Instagram. And I'm on there. I know I got to do a little bit better job staying up to date with the posts and things like that, but there are some stuff on there to, to peek around and kind of maybe take some things from. Um, and I also recommend people to to follow some, some mindset coaches. There's definitely a couple that I recommend. Um, Justin Sua is a mental performance coach for, for baseball and he's awesome with putting out, he works with different people. Um, so there's definitely a couple other people I would say, just be careful of who you follow outside of, you know, people on Instagram and things because anybody in their, their, their mom could be a, a mindset coach of talking mm-hmm. stuff or a nutrition mm-hmm. coach, but yep. yeah, man, um, I've got my website and I've got some stuff, but hopefully we'll be able to do some. So more that stuff. was your formula now. Is that yep. right? Yep. Your formula now.com and then your formula now on Instagram. That's awesome. Awesome. So I will definitely say this, man, we'll have you on again in the future in some way, shape or form, whether that be uh, another podcast to maybe dive a little bit deeper into some of these things we talk about, or maybe even have you on as guests, uh, you know, and, and get a bunch of our clients on as well, a little workshop or something like that too. Right. So that might be a cool thing to have. Um, any questions that you have for me? Man, I don't know. What's been, uh, what's been your toughest mindset, uh, challenge for you as you've been going through this journey of, uh, doing your your business and helping people, what's been the toughest moment in your own world that you've had to really, you know, That's pull yourself one. up and overcome? That's a good one, man. I think the big uh, the big one that everyone goes through at certain stages would be kind of the imposter syndrome, where right where, you yeah. know, for those who don't know that, uh, you think to yourself like, why why am I the guy? Right? Am I really the guy? Am I am I the, the person? Do I have the right program? Do I have the right plan? 
I think that just comes through experience over time. I mean, we've helped over a thousand people achieve some remarkable results in the last seven years. And, you know, it kind of speaks for itself. Um, so definitely getting over and through some of the early hurdles with the imposter syndrome. And then, um, you know, as a coach, I think, uh, I don't know how to put this, but, but going back and thinking through those, those ones we lost. And I mean, by what I mean by that is I'm looking introspectively as a coach of like, where along the way did I screw up? Right. Because I know there's a hundred people out of a hundred people that go through our program, there's a certain percentage that are going to go through with flying colors and have amazing success. But there's that teeny group of them that didn't make it to the end, didn't reach their goals, kind of fell off, disappeared, ghosted us, whatever. Yeah. And those are the ones that keep me up at night to believe it or not. Like, it's like, what did I do wrong? Where could I have been better coach? And how, what are those people doing today? How could I have impacted them more? So those are the things, those are the mindset things that I have as a coach. Those are, those are challenging, man. I appreciate you you sharing. And let me just uh, throw out there, man, you, you're an awesome coach. You care about Thank you. the people you work with. You've helped me tremendously, you know, with the mindset. We've had conversations about my struggles and what's mm -hmm. going on. So you're awesome at what you do, man. And it's, it is challenging. It's like, again, Tiger Woods with the shots. Like we understand we can't save everyone. And that is a hard pill to swallow. We want to. And I think that's what's important. You know, when you're starting out going through it, you know, you didn't know as much as you know now. So it's like sometimes you want to find those people and bring them back. Be like, right, maybe give me we've, we've changed some things like give me another chance to help. But there is only so much, you know, you can control, control what you can control. And I think if you're delivering um, out of genuine, you know, as much as you're continuing to learn and you're delivering everything that you can coming from the right place, man, you're doing everything that you can. You know what I mean? You, you've cool. probably gone above and beyond with all of your clients in a lot of areas, maybe extra calls or, or whatever it is you're trying to do with them to help them. I'm sure of it. Um, and, you know, whether maybe they're doing everything that they can, we don't know. And we try to do our best to get them in those disciplines and stuff. But I think if you're delivering and you're learning as much as you can and you're improving in your own success as, a, as your pursuit of excellence as a coach, it's just kind of understanding like there are going to be some shots that we miss and you're going to continue to, to shape it and do whatever you can. But, but I know you're doing awesome stuff and I know you mean, yeah. you mean well from the right place, man. So as you continue to go at it's, you know, try not to let the ones that, you know, you do struggle to help them find success, like stop you from getting, getting your sleep. I know you care about it, but man, you're doing awesome stuff. Thank you. Appreciate it very much, man. Well, listen for everybody out there, go check out lane on yourformulanow.com and at your formula now on Instagram. Thanks for having you today on the show, man. It's been freaking awesome. And like I said, we're going to have you back at some point in time in some way, shape or form, but thanks for your time today. Appreciate you, man. I appreciate you having me on, man. We'll be back. Awesome. Hey guys, this is Adam, head coach at Copper State Fit. If you felt inspired by the show you just heard and you feel like taking it a bit further, we'd like to help. For those of you looking to take baby steps, download our free MyFitnessPal tutorial and macro cheat sheet. Link can be found in the show notes. And for those of you that want to take a little more than a baby step, schedule a free phone consultation with us. We'll answer all your questions and provide you with personalized information. No strings attached, no obligation to buy. But if you do, we'll throw in a bonus. Mention Podcast 49 in your consult notes and we'll take $49 off your first month. The only wrong decision is indecision, so pick what's right for you. Thanks again for listening. I look forward to speaking with you.